Welcome to the Almost Unfiltered, Unbiased Podcast in Bulls Nation. Welcome to the Bulls Guys Podcast. I am your host, K-Dog, and this is my co-host, Mr. Kataka. What's going on, Bulls fans? The Bulls get one Kataka, another one, two times in a row out west in Houston, 119 to 111. We're going to break down everything. Also, we're going to cover other Bulls news. Right after this. Unfiltered and unbiased, the Bulls Guys Podcast. Back on the Bulls Guys Podcast. So, Kataka, the Bulls take care of the Houston Rockets. This was a seesaw battle from the from the start, man. Um, the Bulls were down in this game for the most part, fighting from behind. Um, basically, Patrick Beverly is the reason why they won this game, in my opinion. You know, every time the Bulls needed a big shot, you know, when the lead was growing too much for Houston, you know, here comes Patrick, Patrick Beverly with a big key three-pointer. But I felt like this game showed defensively why the Bulls are flawed. You know, they uh, the Rockets was coming off of curls a lot, hitting those three-point shots with no man on them. And the Bulls just weren't prepared for those shots. But Casey was trading basketball. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you there, man. I was uh, I was kind of kind of skeptical, man, because it was just like I was thinking myself, man, this is just a it's gonna be another one of those those trap games, you know. But um, but you're right. I mean, Houston just like last time we don't play them, and I think we played them uh, a few times. If they came with that energy, I mean, they always get up for games like this against the Bulls, and they man they were just hitting every shot. And then on top of that, man, these young gunners was actually taking it to the hole on us. And and at first, you know, we were, you know, we were just letting them come in and do what they want. But uh, yeah, that pat effect. Pat Bev effect actually took his took his um took his toll towards later in the game. Yeah. Um so the Bulls in this game uh was trading baskets with the Houston Rockets and then they started to pull away in the end. Couple uh key plays from Zach Levine and, and DeMar DeRozan, couple big shots from DeMar I hit a big three mm-hmm. with about a minute left, and then um, you know, it was basically a combination of Zach. Uh, the the Rosen and um and Beverly, um, Beverly has 16 and 10 in this game with five assists, pretty much doing it all out there. Um, Zach Levine had 36 at the team high. The Rosen had 27. Booch had 18 and 12. That's pretty solid for him. Mm-hmm. A good game for him, man. And, and um, drumming off the bench with 11. And um, man, these young Rockets are good, bro. These young Rockets are good. They got a they got a bright future. They got a young, nice young team over there. Yeah, I'm um, I'm actually I actually like what they did over there, man. I mean, I mean they solid from from top to bottom. I mean, when they first past couple drafts, man, when they first got Green and then Jabari Smith, I was like, man, this this team gonna they gonna pose a threat down the road. But I mean, I, they have too many young talent. They need. I mean, it's a shame that Eric Gordon didn't take that leadership role when he was over there. Mm-hmm. But um, and he showed that he didn't want to be part of that. But they needed a couple of veterans. They can get them some man, some nice vets to actually mold these guys and to play in the right way. Because I mean, scoring ain't ain't a problem for them. Defense ain't a problem. It's just man, finishing games is, is their issue. So man, they can get some vets, man, and add on to this young team, man. They 
they're gonna be something. I'm about to start watching some Rockets games. I actually like I like this young team right here. Yeah. Um yeah. Bulls from three point, they shot 46%. The Bulls shot from three. Patrick Beverly had, I think, four or five from three and shot six or seven from the field. Patrick Beverly. That's his old stomping grounds. That's a perfect night, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. He actually he, he came with it tonight, man. He he came with it. So yeah, very, very efficient from him. Like I said, this is old stomping grounds. You know, he took quality shots. You know, um, yeah, that's pretty solid, man. I know we're not gonna get that every night, but uh, a key game like this, I'll take it. And then the Bulls um, took care of the Denver Nuggets the other night, man. We didn't get to cover that game, but we was trying to. I was in a car accident and had a lot of personal things going on in my life, so we wasn't able to do a podcast for that game. But the Bulls went into that game, Kataka, and basically blew the doors off of Denver um, in the third and four, fourth quarter, especially. Yeah, they actually, I don't know if Denver, <clears throat> I think Denver probably underestimated the Bulls that night, you know, but you know what? Hey, any given any given night. So, hey, the Bulls took care of that. You know, they, they went on ahead and just said, you know what, we're not losing this. You know, every game is a must win for them. And then they they, they win their second game in Denver after, like, years of not winning in Denver. Last year, we beat them without Jokic. This time, we beat them with Jokic. Because I heard all of the talk all day that Jokic didn't play. Okay, he played this time. Now they lost again. So, you know, the Bulls uh, put their stamp, putting their stamp on my high two games in a row. Bulls fans got to love that. Yeah, and I think um, Billy Donovan did a pretty good um, in that game as far as his rotation. He subbed guys out a little bit earlier than expected. I don't know if you noticed that... Um, DeRozan and a few guys came out a little bit early or midway through the first quarter. You know, that whole mile-high altitude type effect or whatever the case may be. But, um, yeah, he actually did his rotation pretty well, so I give him props on that. So the Bulls um, got a player from the Windy City Bulls. They recall Carly Jones. Um, Carly Jones has scored average for the Bulls so far, 1.5 points and 1.5 rebounds. Um, and the games with uh, in the G League, uh, he averaged 20 points, five rebounds, and seven assists, and 1.3 steals. It says showcase cup game, so I'm guessing that's the, the uh, Windy City uh, Basketball League, yeah, yeah, that's uh, the, the G League. And uh, I mean, he a nice little spark plug, you know, a little, you know, short, crafty guy that can, you know, can light him up and definitely take you know, aggressive, taking it to the hole. Um, I mean, it's another, another score. I mean, he's like another, he's like another Kobe. You know what I mean? So I was kind of, kind of surprised that they actually gave him a two-way contract. You know, maybe they're probably gonna, you know, bring him on again next year, and they're probably gonna do without Kobe. Because I mean, I don't think we need a lot of, a lot of Kobe's on the team. You know what I mean? Because they, they, they struggle on the defensive end. So maybe, maybe he might stick around. Um. So in this game, man, the, um, the Bulls pulled away in the, in the fourth quarter. The other day, they pulled away in the third quarter in Denver. So instead of us seeing what we used to see, Kataka, the Bulls playing only one half, the first half, and not finishing the second half, it seems like now they're, they're getting it and they're finishing at the right time in the third and fourth quarters where it really matters. If this is a sign that they're turning the other direction, I like it because their schedule coming up is pretty tough. 
Yeah, I, I noticed that um, as long as they're keeping the game close, I think they probably, I think Houston probably went up as much as, what, 10 points at one point? Mm-hmm. You know, and they, and they came back and kept it close and then took and the Bulls took the lead at the right time. You know, I think we always got a shot as long as we keep it 10 and under. You know what I mean? But it's just those big leads where we can get frazzled and, you know, shoot an erratic three-point shot, you know, three-point attempts and things of that nature. Maybe it's, maybe it's a sign of the times. Maybe they just say, you know, what, we're going to take a game by game. You know, we'll see. But you're right. We need to – we really need to not have sluggish starts um, for the rest of the season, man, because, you know, each game is very pivotal. So, so, so the Bulls moved back into the 10th spot uh, at 31 and 36. Uh, there we have a winning percentage of 463. Um, they won two in a row. They're 17 games behind for, for the first uh, seed. Um, and they play the Kings next. They got four days off, man. I don't like the idea of that. I don't like it because every time they got a history, if they have more than two games off, man, they come in, they they get lackluster and, and lose that game. I don't like it either, but hopefully, like you say, it might be a, a change of the times. You know, we'll, we'll see. But um, I'm glad that um, Lady Luck has fallen in our favor this past couple of games because Washington lost two two key games. They lost against the Hawks and they lost against, um, I think, the Raptors or somebody like that recently. So that actually helped us out. I mean, hey, we'll take it, but we can't always count on other teams losing. And Indiana won. Right. It's Indiana right behind them. Yeah, so, Indiana beat Detroit tonight, 121 to 115, up in, right. up in uh, Palace of Oakland Hills. Man, listen, the, the East is, is, is at the bottom tier. The East, man, that play in is going to be interesting. Mm. It's going to be interesting, man, because any one of those teams at the bottom echelon, you can see getting in. You can see Washington getting in. You can see Raptors getting in. You can see the Bulls getting in. You can see any one of those teams getting in. It's, it's going to be a dog fight. Hey, don't count out um, don't count on Orlando either, because they um, they only what two and a half from the Bulls. Yeah, the Heat gonna have to do a play-in too. The Heat at thirty-six and thirty-three is the seventh seed. The Knicks is the sixth seed. Brooklyn's the fifth seed. I can't believe Brooklyn is still pulling, man. I can't believe it. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, they won three, what, three out of the last four games, five games? <clears throat> hey, they yeah, got Dinwiddie. They got Dinwiddie over there. Dinwiddie over there talking to him. He like the main guy over there, man. They still – and I think by having a hot start and having them, them, Durant and them there and then trading them at the right time, you know, that's sort of at his part. But I guarantee if they if they made that trade before the season, beginning of the season, man, we wouldn't even talk about Brooklyn. So I'm gonna tell you who I don't want to play if I'm in the Eastern Conference. Who's that? Cleveland Cavaliers gonna get yes. somebody fits, man. Yes. Yes. They long, athletic. Yes, scoring defense. Y'all would not want to mess with Cleveland. And Cleveland's- I will tell you what: the only team I can't see them beating the top team I can't see them beating is Boston. But they play really well against the Bucks, and they play really well yes. against the Sixers. Yes, yes, I was gonna say the but um, I could see Cleveland actually giving the Bucks the flux. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna be no no pushover, you know what I mean? But yeah, you're right. I, I would be scared to play Cleveland. Yeah, and that that that's 
that's like the, the the team I see that can pull an upset on a top team for real. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't count Miami out either, man. I mean, now they they still got shooters. They can they can just click at the right time. I mean, I wouldn't count them out either. Believe believe it or not. And then you got Memphis holding on without John Moran. I actually think they're a better team without John Moran. They move the ball much better. They play much more of a team game. Statistically, they are. <clears throat> they are winning-wise um, much better. I think Ja, Ja's too much of a ball-dominant player. Like you, and without Ja, man, they're moving that ball around, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and they're playing, they playing real good defense. I don't think Ja really plays defense at all. So, you know. I mean, that's they, something they're gonna have, they're gonna have to think about in their future. Do you want to keep Jaws a superstar, to bringing them tickets? I mean, right now you got all them legal troubles. You might just have to do without him eventually. And um, hey, stick with what you got. Man, I tell you, the West is gonna be interesting. Man, you got Dallas as the eighth seed, Timberwolves at seventh, and then you got Golden State at six. If the playoffs started today, how about a Golden State Sacramento King series? <sighs> Well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with Golden State on that. I mean, Kings. Oh and, yeah, I got Golden State too, but it's gonna be an interesting series, though. Right? Yes, yeah, it's definitely gonna be interesting. Um, but Golden State gonna pull that. We've been here before many times, and yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting though, because I was watching uh, the Sacramento Kings the other night, man, and uh, they remind me of it sort of remind me of Houston. Mm-hmm. You know, they got a bunch of young guys. They scrappy on the D can score you know what i'm saying and uh they move the ball around you know they and ain't afraid because they know people you know ain't, ain't really counting them in so they they sort of like an up-and-coming memphis grizzlies and then you, you know? got the memphis could easily slide to three because they talk warring with sacramento between two and three so they slide to the three mm-hmm. and golden state stay with that you could have a golden state playing memphis in the first round you, you don't think uh, Phoenix gonna leapfrog? Cause Phoenix ain't far behind. They might leapfrog, but I'm just saying if it started the day, and then you got the yeah. Lakers at night. Yo, the crazy thing, I think the Lakers is gonna get to the playoffs this year. The Lakers gonna get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at this. I mean, I I would have thought when LeBron being out, man, they was gonna struggle big time. Mm-hmm. But, but that Bulls, ain't even the case. Yeah, but the Bulls gonna have to win two playing games, man, to get in. <sighs> Man, no, all right. So the thing is, I could see them beating both Miami and Atlanta if it came down to playing those two teams. Yeah, Washington, I could see them beating Washington too. So Washington is 11th, right? Would they be cut off, or it's 11th, it's one through 11, right? That's gonna do the play. yeah, it's all the way up to uh, I thought it was already up to 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's up to 10. Yeah, Washington is right behind the Bulls. They tied at 31-36, and the Bulls have the tiebreaker, both at 463 winning percentage. Toronto's at 32 and 36. I think Toronto. I think Toronto out of that out of that little section, I think Toronto probably the one that's probably gonna give us the most flux. Out of this playing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Atlanta and Miami pose no threat. Right. But I gotta I gotta give it to Tibbs what he's been able to do with the New York Knicks, man. Sadly, yeah, yeah. Sadly to say, yeah, he he got them back to some type of relevance. I think that key trade with Jalen Brunson and uh, then getting Josh Hart over there, man, those two deals, man, is actually what put them over the top, believe it or not. I mean, most people probably wouldn't think, but they needed a 
legit point guards when they brought Jalen over. That that helped him out. But then having his rolling buddy from Villanova, uh, Josh Hart, I think that's all they needed because they got everything else. All right, we come back, man. I'm gonna I'm go into this Vooch problem that I have. Um, I've been meaning to cover this in the last podcast. And Kataka, man, we 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 just gonna go in on this guy, man. The Bulls Guys podcast can now be heard on YouTube. Get all your latest news, debates, rants right here on the Bulls Guys podcast. The Bulls Guys podcast gives Bulls fans the latest Bulls news, rants, and information that they can't find anywhere else. Catch K-Dub and Kataka on the Bulls Guys Podcast. All right, back on the Bulls Guys Podcast. So, Kataka, we got a problem, man, in the locker room, man. One of our players. Uh, yeah. Um, Insubordination. Going to the reporters and talking about his own teammates. And then he's coming out here and want to be playing with us on the same team, and he want to be talking behind his teammates' back and saying, "Oh well, he's no, he don't like finger pointing." Mm-hmm. I don't call it finger pointing. I call it a veteran trying to help out a player. And I feel like Vooch is too sensitive. And um, I think we have to get this guy off the team because if his mentality is somebody talking to him is bad, then I don't think we need him over here. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I ain't never been a big Vooch supporter since since day one. I think, yeah, I was drinking the Kool-Aid the first couple of games, but as that season went on, man, I saw how defensively lacked he was. I ain't been a, I, I I turned off of him. Yeah, I mean, that ain't cool because I saw some of the comments. You know, they asked him about it, the reporters, and he was like, yeah, you know, we're, you know, me and Beverly, because that's, that's who we're talking about, Beverly. Um you know, we're two competitors, you know, you know, we, we're going to have disagreements, but, you know, we're just going to move on. I mean, Pat Bell is trying to, he's trying to push these guys. He know what they're lacking. You know, he's, he's, he's a crafty veteran. He's been around the league long enough to know the pros and the cons of damn near probably every, every NBA player in the league. You know what I'm saying? He know Vooch's main issue is his defense. Even Vooch admitted in the article. He said, yeah, I know I'm lacking in, in defense. I mean, you're 30-some years old. You've been in the league this long. You should be able to take any type of advice to get better. You know what I'm saying? But, right. yeah, I agree. We need to get this dude out of here. I think I, – I really hope that they don't resign him and just say chalk it up as a $30 million loss and just get somebody. But First yeah. of all, he wants too much money. That's my number one domino. Right. Second of all, you can't be talked to and you don't want to improve your game. You want to do your things your way. And this game tonight, I seen him give up a lot of layups, and he was at the rim. Mm-hmm. Yo, yeah. he got to get more aggressive, bro. You're a big man. Yeah. If you look at our starting five right now, defensively, defense, lacking defense defensively is Zach, Vooch, mm-hmm. Occasionally, DeRozan, I seen him just let some guys just manhandling, especially these young guys, just stripping the ball from them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have much on that starting five defensively. Yeah, scoring, we had no problem scoring, but that starting five, man, ain't, ain't too many. Won't have any too many defensive 
IQ guys, you know. Yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta really look at it like this. The Bulls have played what sixty seven games, so we got what fifteen games left. Mm-hmm. Yo, you about to go into this play in? It's gonna get physical. These teams are gonna be fighting for their playoff lives. Mm-hmm. You can't be going into these play in games playing lackadaisical. They're gonna knock you right out the box. And exactly. as low as the Bulls are, they only could lose one game, and I think they out of it. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would give them probably. Um two mm-hmm. but that all that all depends on what everybody else within that little uh, seven to the ten spot you know where everybody you know where they line up you know but i don't know man this is like she tell my wife yeah i think that my wife don't think they're gonna make the play in at all she think they're just gonna fall out they're gonna end up like probably 12. no um, if we could get to seventh Katak, she thinks what she think we might end up like 11 or 12. <laughs> Listen, man, like, no, nah, I don't think I would go that far. They probably going to end up in like 9th or 10th or even 11th. They, they're not going to go all the way to 12. But if they could get to the 7th spot and match up with Boston, I think we can win that series, bro. I do. Yeah, yeah. I really I mean, do. We, we have to definitely haul ass and, and, and put these teams out. We got them to go damn near perfect. To get all the way up there, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's a stretch. I mean, they they I haven't seen that yet that they actually can do it. But so we will have to get to the eighth spot to play for seventh. I'm thinking. Let me look at this again. I'm still confused with these playing rules. With the playing rules. Whoever comes, I think, I think seven, eighth, and ninth, and tenth, don't they? Somehow they play each other one game, and whoever the winner between those two games play each other, mm-hmm. and then whoever win out of that series, I think they um, don't they play the top? Whoever number one, I think uh. that's how it goes. Yeah, I forgot, man. I know, I know the um the AC have to play two games to keep their spot, and I know the seven got yeah. to play one game to keep their spot. Right. But I don't know who the seventh play to keep their spot when they play eighth. Yeah, see that one? I forgot. I think they play eighth to stay at seventh. They play eighth for the seventh spot. Right, and the ninth play the, t- the ten and nine play for that whoever that for the eighth spot. spot. Yeah, eighth spot. Yeah. No, the ten and the nine play each other. Then they gotta play the eighth seed for the eighth seed. And okay. the seventh and the eighth seed battle for the seventh seed. That's how I think it goes. Okay. Yeah, man. That that shit. It's wild, no. man. It's these I hate these rules too, man. I don't really like it. I think some it players gets, don't like that though. They don't like that playing tournament. It's rewarding teams for losing. Like if you in a ninth or tenth spot, you don't deserve to make the playoffs. You had 82 games to qualify. I agree. And I think they're going to keep this. They're going to keep this method, man, for a while. I don't think Adam Silver going to change it at all. All right. All right, man. When we come back, we're going to wrap up the show right after this. The Bulls Guys podcast can now be heard on YouTube. Get all your latest news, debates, rants right here on the Bulls Guys podcast. 
Ivy Talker, end of the show, man. Um, big win for the Bulls. Two games in a row on a West Coast trip. It's, gonna, it's not going to get any easier, man. I think that Kings game is going to be both exciting and, and it's going to make me nervous a little bit, but it's going to be a, a good game. Kings playing really good this year. Keep in mind that uh, they're coming to Chicago. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be tough. It ain't going to be no lay down. Uh, but the Bulls can't underestimate them, man. They got to actually take advantage of being at home, make that home crowd. So I think the Bulls can pull it off, though. I actually um, like that our chances in our building against them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think we'll probably win. It's probably going to be uh, 10 point or less. Bulls pull it out. Mm-hmm. All right, Bulls fans, thank you for joining us. Please like and subscribe to the channel. Continue to support us. Uh, follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And um, Kotaka, your final thoughts on this game? Well, Bulls fans, we got to take it game by game. You know, uh, I know it's kind of easier said than done, but, man, um, let's let's root these guys on and, and see if we can finish strong. Amen. Go Bulls. Good night, Travis. Yes, sir. Thank you.